This is News Talk. That uh, stalking report is on a number of the front pages this morning. The first ever Irish study of people who were stalked or harassed. And uh, there's a number of worrying strands to it. I think the main one being uh, that half, over half of those who were stalked or harassed didn't report their incidents to Gardaí. Only 42% go to Gardaí when they're stalked or harassed. Uh, and for those who actually did go to the guards with their allegations, with their experiences... They say their experiences were more likely to be negative than positive, which is worrying reading for Gardaí. Uh, the reason people don't go to Gardaí if they're being stalked or harassed is because they're worried that they're not going to be believed or because they feel that there's an awareness of deficiencies regarding Garda responses to gender-based violence or they have a general lack of trust in the Gardaí regarding gender-based violence. They're the main reasons why people did not report their incidents. One person, this is according to the Irish Times by the way, one person who did report their experience to Gardaí said that they were quote rubbish and another said that they said they couldn't do anything until he did something to me or one of my children. So it's a big report from UCC and the Sexual Violence Centre in Cork and we'll have more on News Talk Breakfast. We'll be speaking to some of the report authors. You can hear more about that report um, but obviously quite worrying that people know their stalkers or the people who are harassing them but also that more than half didn't go to Gardaí. The big climate change report is also on the front pages. The Irish Times UN calls for a global solidarity pact on climate. The Secretary General of the UN is to push G20 countries to commit to a global climate solidarity pact whereby all big carbon emitters scale up their efforts to cut their greenhouse gas emissions. I mean, very worrying findings in the uh, IPCC report yesterday. You just worry that some people will think this is sort of boy who cried wolf here because we hear these warnings the whole time. Hopefully people don't gloss over when they hear these warnings because what they are saying is this is the decade to save the planet. It's also in the front of the Irish Examiner. They have a photograph of a Palestinian man on a paddleboard on a flooded street following heavy rain in the Gaza Strip yesterday. And the main story on the Examiner, a survival guide for humanity. Choices made on reducing emissions this decade will reverberate for thousands of years as the UN described a new report on climate change as a survival guide for humanity. And a reminder, these are hundreds of the world's top climate scientists who contribute to this report. Once again, our good friend the evictions ban is on the front pages. The Irish Daily Mail, Rural TDs, We Have Demands. A growing list of demands is being drawn up by TDs as the government seeks to shore up support ahead of the vote on the eviction ban tomorrow. So this is the regional independence group, which is really saying to the government, you only have our support if you can meet these series of demands, these number of requests that they have. Um, And obviously they need the TD's support to try and secure a government victory. Tipperary TD Michael Lowry telling the Irish Daily Mail last night, we made a number of requests that we felt should be highlighted. He denied that this was about securing funding for local constituencies. Another TD told the Mail that a few million to go towards a local project would make them happy. I think that's really what it might be about, is uh, looking after your constituency. If you're an independent TD supporting the government, you obviously have to be able to tell your constituents something 
that you're getting for the local area uh, and it looks like the vote will be on a fairly slim margin tomorrow so let's see what happens but the independents have a list of demands kind of on more general housing issues before they'll support the government on the evictions ban. The Irish Independent has good news, only good news now if you're on a public sector pension. Hundreds of thousands of public servants have seen their pension pots soar all because of inflation. So if you are a public servant or indeed if you're a retired public servant who joined the service after 2013, you've benefited from a bumper 14.2% boost to your pension pot. A public servant with a pension entitlement of €10,000 at the end of 2020 has seen that go up to €11,420 and it's all down to inflation. So that's on the front of the Irish Independent. The Irish Daily Mirror beaten to death in her own home. A mother strangled and beaten to death was found by Gardaí in a pool of blood in her own home. A murder trial heard yesterday. Richard Burke is accused of the brutal death of his 28-year-old partner Jasmine McMonagall in their home in Killygordon in County Donegal on the 4th of January 2019. Uh, The Irish son, my daddy's killer, will come for me next. The daughter of Bobby Ryan has told of her fears that if her dad's jailed murderer is freed, He'll come after her because she's been so vocal about the case. Going back to housing, the Irish Independent have a very interesting report this morning uh, looking at housing for students and what students are complaining about to the government. So a shortage of accommodation is forcing people who are going to college to sleep in cars, garden sheds, on sofas and in B&Bs. This is according to letters which have been sent to the Ministers for Education and Housing. One student pleaded for help to find accommodation as they were spending five hours in traffic every day to get to UCD. Uh, Another student is living in a, quote, literal garden shed, well below standard, but her mother says for the opportunity to be in university, it seemed worth it. The shed is shared and cramped. So there's a couple of students living in a garden shed. Ministers have received around 20 such letters uh, and they were released to the Irish Times under freedom of information requests. So uh, these complaints show that the housing crisis is having a significant impact on students and everyone else, it would seem. The Stark stays with housing uh, and this is an interview with Baz Ashmawi, who's the presenter of uh, DIY SOS and he has hit out at angry protesters who followed and attacked him all because he was building homes for Ukrainian refugees. So the Christmas special of DIY SOS featured homes which were being built for Ukrainians and apparently it angered a number of viewers who accused Baz of not putting the Irish first and he says that he was followed by protesters to Kinsale where he was attacked by people. He had people following him to Kinsale. He got out of the car and they started attacking me and I was thinking the energy these people are putting into chasing me and not doing anything to help people. There's a new series of DIY SOS uh, coming back next week. Now, big plans for 
Dublin. It's in the Irish Times. Uh, major redevelopment plans for Dublin Port are going to be launched later today. You're going to hear a lot about them. And what they'll involve is a new bridge across the River Liffey, which will carry lorries, cyclists and a Lewis line. The bridge and a new two-kilometre road built over the sea on the south side of the river are central to Dublin Port Company's plans to develop its lands on the Poolbeg Peninsula to take some of those... Uh, that port traffic, particularly the trucks off the Tom Clark East Link Bridge. So if it ever sees the light of day, it will help with traffic down there. The project is going to be called 3FM uh, and I'm sure it will cost an awful lot of money. You can read more about that in the Irish Times. Now, interesting one in the Indo about how we're living longer. The number of Irish people living to 100 or more hit record levels last year and it's going to continue to rise exponentially because our life experience at birth is now the highest in the EU. So Irish people really are living longer. 758 Irish citizens got the letter and the cheque from the President last year congratulating them for reaching or surpassing their 101st birthday and then well they sorry they don't get a cheque they get a coin and a letter but 476 people got the letter and the cash from the President uh, for reaching their 100th birthday a reminder you get 2,540 euro if you manage to live to 100 I wonder if we keep living longer will we still give out that cheque to people because it could cost us a lot of money Uh, but it's interesting Irish people are certainly living longer speaking of people living longer all the papers including the mail are talking about Rupert Murdoch who's getting married again. He's now marrying Anne Leslie Smith who's a former police chaplain from California. The happy couple are planning a summer wedding. He is 92 and a billionaire and she is 66. They say their romance is a gift from God. It's going to be his fifth marriage, her third, and they broke the news yesterday. What I find so funny about it though, Rupert Murdoch in his statement talks about how he's excited to spend the second half of his life with her. Now he's 92 so he's obviously very, very confident he's going to live uh, till about 100 and 80 uh, and he does say that this will be his last love although with his track record you would wonder but anyway uh, the male is wondering will his six children see it the same way will they be as happy for him two final stories one comes from the mirror there's war over the Ireland soccer jersey the new Ireland kit has been branded horrible by supporters and it's been compared to Glasgow Rangers top in green the strip was launched out of this week's internationals the FAI has ended its partnership with Umbro uh, and fans were not impressed. One said, the worst pile of vomit ever served up as an Ireland kit. Another added, worst kit I've ever seen us in. Someone else said, Rangers in green. But it wasn't all doom and gloom. Someone else said, they really like it. It's a big improvement on what's gone before it. Finally, if you've woke up a little bit moody this morning, it's Tuesday morning, it's a bit wet outside. Well, the sun uh, tells us that some people have bigger problems than we have because a radio DJ in the UK is after accidentally eating a cream egg worth €10,000. This is Roman Kemp, who's the son of Martin Kemp of, uh, was he in Spandau Ballet? I think that's, he was in EastEnders as well. But anyway, Roman was unaware that the half-white, half-milk chocolate treat was a big winner in the Cadbury's Easter promotion and because he's eaten the cream egg, uh, he won't get any of the money now. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.